Welcome to the Red Light Report, your number one source for all things red light therapy, where you will learn how to optimize your health, wellness, and longevity with the power of photobiomodulation. I'm your host, Dr. Mike Belkowski. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another solo sode of one of your favorite podcasts, I hope, <laughs> um, the Red Light Report. I just got in from harvesting some sunlight. Yeah, I call that harvesting, both through my eyes and through my skin. And that kind of brings up a good reminder, kind of almost a, a public service announcement of sorts, that springtime is here. So happy spring, everyone. And with that comes the sunshine, especially for us folks up here in the more northern latitudes, whereas people more south obviously get more sun more consistently. But again, as the sun comes out, people are going to go back to their I'll call them sun habits of namely, this is what the PSA is about, sunglasses. I implore to everyone listening to this podcast to question why you're wearing sunglasses. Is it for the style? Is it for quote unquote protecting your eyes? Or is there another reason, a medical reason perhaps? I don't know. But again, I implore for you to answer that question for yourself because you are doing yourself, your health, your physiology, your longevity, etc., a major, major disservice. And I'm not here sitting up on a soapbox because for uh, 90% of my life, I was wearing sunglasses. And it really wasn't until the last handful of years I learned through readings, through teachings, through other people's presentations or podcasts or YouTube videos, what have you, I learned the negative consequences of blocking the UV light that polarized glasses are designed to do and the negative ramifications that that has on your physiology. Again, the downstream effects are, I would almost say immeasurable, but gosh darn, when you start getting ill, when you start getting sick, when you start having different types of diseases, well, that's an insidious byproduct of blocking your eyes from that special wavelength of ultraviolet light. If you listen to previous podcasts, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I dedicated an entire podcast to the health benefits of UV light in a book by Dr. Jacob Lieberman, who was last week's podcast guest. But if you were listening in January, I had three entire solo sodes, long solo sodes, that specifically went over the health ramifications of your eyes getting not the visual benefits of light, but the energetic portion receiving the benefits, sending it back to your suprachiasmatic nucleus, back to your hypothalamus, to your cerebrum, pineal gland, pituitary gland, and the downstream effects of that. You can argue it affects every system in your body getting full spectrum sunlight into your eyes. So again, soapbox all about testing yourself to see if you really need to wear sunglasses. So I personally haven't been wearing sunglasses for several years now. And unless there's very unique conditions, let's say the, the glare off the water if you're fishing or out on a boat, or the glare off the snow if you're hiking high up in the mountains, yes, of course, use the sunglasses. You don't want to hurt your eyes from the brightness. But we're talking about being outside, walking around, driving, hiking, uh, what have you. 99% of the time, let's put it this way, you don't need to wear 
sunglasses for your own health. Not medical advice, just advice from a person that has read a lot, learned a lot, and synthesized a lot of information. Uh, so, so moving on from that, though, again, happy spring. <laughs> We're going to be talking a lot about oral health today. And if you stick to the end of this episode, there is going to be a special announcement as it relates to my company, BioLite. So stick around to the end for an exclusive announcement. You'll be the first people to hear it here on the episode. If you're listening to it the day or two it's released, you'll be the first ones to hear the information before it's officially released through our website, social media, and email followers. But let's move along to some oral health information. And I have done an episode or two on oral health. And actually, my first podcast guest, Dr. Kelly Blodgett, who is a holistic dentist, he spoke in depth about the ramifications of your oral health, not just as it relates to your mouth, but systemically. And that was very, very profound to hear from someone with his expertise. So I highly recommend listening to that. But again, needless to say, you don't brush your teeth, you don't floss, you don't do oil pulling, you don't do a tongue scraper just for the sake of keeping your mouth clean. It's because of the downstream effects. Your mouth can positively or negatively affect virtually every part of your body. So just like we have a gut microbiome, you have an oral microbiome. And just like you don't want to have too many harmful bacteria in your gut, you don't want to have a dysbiotic gut Well, same thing applies to your mouth. You don't want a dysbiotic oral microbiome for a lot of the similar reasons. You don't want a dysbiotic gut microbiome. And so you can go back in the archives of some of my solo episodes and the episode with Dr. Kelly Blodgett, which we'll leave links to in the podcast description, both the solo episode I've done on oral health and the interview with Dr. Kelly Blodgett. Without being too redundant, I do want to do a nice review on the benefits of red light therapy for your oral health. And then I want to move on to some of the positive health benefits of blue light for your oral health. And you'll see why towards the end of the podcast. But moving on with oral health and red light therapy, there are countless ways that red light therapy may benefit your oral health from overall mouth pain to fighting viral and bacterial infections to improving tooth sensitivity to fighting gum disease and gingivitis. And the research continues to demonstrate numerous benefits to oral health via red light therapy. And of course, red light therapy encompasses both red and near-infrared light. Harvard professor Dr. Michael Hamblin, who many of you have heard of if you've been listening to this podcast, and he is one of the top red light therapy researchers in the world, and he has observed that red and near-infrared light can be used with a variety of dental procedures to enhance the outcomes and accelerate the healing process. So a lot of holistic doctors, such as Dr. Kelly Blodgett, they're starting to incorporate or have been incorporating for years red light therapy into their dental procedures because they're recognizing the healing benefits, specifically the wound healing benefits that you get from surgeries, orthodontic surgeries, or other dental procedures. And so they're recognizing doing red light therapy beforehand to pre-treat the tissue, to keep the tissue as healthy as possible going into surgery. And then, of course, post-surgery to accelerate the healing process and thus uh, get their patients back to normal as soon as possible, as efficient as possible. 
they're recognizing that integrating red light therapy is kind of a no-brainer at this point. And so hopefully, and of course it takes a long process for the quote-unquote allopathic model to catch up or recognize the benefits, but I'm hoping over a short amount of time that incorporating red light therapy in some way, whether it's in the office or at-home devices like the Guardian, the BioLite Guardian, will become the new norm because the evidence is irrefutable of the safety, the effectiveness, not just the effectiveness of healing, but the cost-effectiveness of decreasing the amount of infections, accelerating the wound healing process, so on and so forth. So it's going to be tough to ignore those stats and pieces of research. And again, as a medical professional, you want to do what's best for your patient. And so if someone presents uh, their dentist or other medical profession with some pretty substantial research showing the benefits of a certain treatment, in this case, red light therapy, then it's going to be tough to refute that or ignore that, I should say. But moving on with some more information here. Red light therapy, also known as low-level laser therapy, especially in the research, LLLT, has been shown to have a significant bactericidal potential without causing damage to the oral tissues. This effect has been documented both in vitro, on diverse microbial species, and in vivo in the treatment of gingivitis, periodontitis, and other oral diseases. Red light therapy has been proposed to increase bone remodeling and tooth movement with the benefits like decreased pain and inflammation, improved collagen stimulation, and improved cell proliferation. And so looking at long-term orthodontic treatment, which is a major concern for patients, and reducing this time requires an increase in orthodontic tooth movement. And so one meta-analysis demonstrated that red light therapy significantly increased the orthodontic tooth movement of human canine in the patients compared with controls after three weeks, one month, one and a half months, two months, three months, and four and a half months. Microbial infection plays an important role in persistent periapical lesions. Periapical lesions. Insufficient disinfection of root canals would lead to treatment failure and persistent periapical pathology. Factors such as anatomical complexities, bacterial growth as biofilm, render complete disinfection of the root canal system almost impossible. In general, some of the advantages of red light therapy for oral health include immediate effects, selectivity, access to complex areas such as furcation, pits over the root, a decrease in the possibility of bacteremia in immunocompromised systemic patients, decreasing dentin sensitivity after root planning, decreasing patient discomfort, pain, and edema after surgery, low cost and time saving, and avoidance of interfering with normal flora of adjacent tissues. Furthermore, it has low toxicity and causes minimal damage to host tissue. Studies reporting the effectiveness of alternative treatments like diode lasers for dentin hypersensitivity have been appearing with increasing frequency. Reduction of hypersensitivity at 7 days achieved by red light therapy suggests the need for long-term, large sample size clinical studies in order to better understand the performance of red light therapy when compared to desensitizer applications. However, the advantages and limitations of red light therapy treatments for clinical use have not yet 
been fully clarified. And as time goes on, I'm sure those will continue to get clarified in the research. And speaking of research, I'm going to go over a laundry list here, about nine pieces of research, not pieces of research, but excerpts from research to quickly demonstrate the many ways that red light therapy can be used to optimize oral health or be used prophylactically and or to mitigate many, many types of uh, health or diseases in the oral cavity. And so again, this isn't meant to be a deep dive. This is more or less a superficial global view of what the research shows red light therapy is capable for, for oral health. And so one piece of research compared low-level laser and fluoride therapy, and this is in relation to pain. Again, they compared low-level laser or red light therapy and fluoride and observed complete resolution of pain achieved in about 87% of the laser-treated group compared to about 27% of the control group with topical fluoride treatment. So 87% for the laser group or the red light therapy group, 27% for the fluoride group. And if you're not familiar with fluoride, there are many negative side effects from consistent fluoride use. Thus, using the safer option in light led to superior results. So that's a win-win. Moving on to the next piece here, and this is with enamel erosion. Researchers have shown that the use of diode lasers at wavelengths in the visible and near-infrared regions, so red and near-infrared, may lead to an increase in the resistance of teeth against demineralization. Again, red and near-infrared light may increase resistance of teeth against demineralization. So that's pretty eye-opening because that's something I dealt with as a kid and a young adult was enamel erosion. So I wish I would have had something like red light therapy, or I wish I would have had someone in my corner, a dentist who would have suggested or recommended red light therapy to stave off enamel erosion. But of course, they just said, don't drink the pops, don't drink juices and brush your teeth twice a day. But that didn't help. Moving on to the third piece of research here. This one has to do with ulcers or canker sores in the mouth. It says, based on the findings of the present study, it can be concluded that LLLT is an effective modality for the treatment of aphthous ulcers or canker sores. Aphthous. I mean, A-P-H-T-H. Aphthous. That's a mouthful. Aphthous ulcers. Anyway, not only does LLLT reduce the healing time, it also provides immediate pain relief. And of course, we're used to pain relief being associated with red light therapy because it improves circulation, drives down inflammation, helps add free electrons to the body, which gives it a more alkaline state versus acidic, which of course would be less inflammatory. But I digress. Moving on to the next piece of research. This one has to do with orthodontic treatment as it relates to tooth movement. And this is the one I already covered in the preview several minutes ago, but simply says that LLLT can speed up the rate of tooth movement of human canine and consequently decrease the treatment time. I guess that's a kicker here is it decreases the treatment time. LLLT represents a proper adjuvant therapy for fixed orthodontic treatment. Moving on to the next piece of research. This piece of research has to do with biofilms. It goes on to say that this study suggests that 
RLT, or red light therapy, with LED lights provides a significant further reduction in coliniformin unit counts, or CFU counts, after irrigation with sodium hypochlorite and can serve as an effective method in reducing the bacterial load within the root canal system, thus help with the healing time and healing process. Three more quick pieces of research here. This one has to do with hypersensitivity, something I also dealt with as a kid, and I felt like I had sensitive teeth for a much longer time than my brother or my colleagues, shall shall we say, in, in middle school and high school, to the point that ice cream wasn't fun to eat, or I'd have to eat it on the side of my mouth because my front teeth were still sensitive. Anyway, this piece of research says, Reduction of hypersensitivity at seven days achieved by LLLT suggests the need for long-term and large sample-sized clinical studies in order to better understand the performance of this treatment when compared to desensitizer applications. Basically saying, this piece of research shows that there's benefits of red light therapy as it relates to hypersensitivity, and we can see this at seven days, but we need more research to better understand its potential so we can compare it to other treatments that help with desensitizing that might not be as friendly to the physiology, such as the fluoride treatment when we were talking about pain not too long ago. Next piece of research, dealing with biofilms. This says that LLLT has an inhibitory effect on typical oral microbial biofilms, and this capacity can be altered according to the interactions between different species. So you can see that we have a couple of different pieces of research showing how red light therapy can be beneficial as it relates to biofilms. And this last piece of research is quick and to the point. And this is from the conclusion of this research. And it says, LLLT is effective in the treatment of denture stomatitis. Dealing with dentures, dealing with some sort of inflammatory response as it relates to dentures, well, red light therapy can help. And again, that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone because anything that ends in itis means it's inflammatory in nature. And as we discussed again not too long ago, red light therapy is amazing at reducing inflammation. So that was kind of a quick and dirty review of some of the ways red light therapy can help with your oral health. And we didn't even get really into the oral microbiome, but the point being, using red light therapy prophylactically, and again, this is medical advice, this is just me conjuring up some thoughts off the top of my head based on what I've read and learned, is that using red light therapy prophylactically, not only will it positively impact your oral health if you're dealing with something, but the implications, again, for optimizing your oral microbiome, which has systemic benefits. It only makes sense that you would do that if you're interested in your health and longevity and health span. But not only is red light therapy beneficial for your oral health, but so is blue light. So we're going to get into blue light, which isn't really my forte, nor the forte, and I believe the correct pronunciation is fort, believe it or not, but forte it is because that's what most people are familiar with. Forte, it's not called the blue light report after all, it's called the red light report, but this may or may not have something to do with the special announcement coming up towards the end of the episode here. So let's talk a little bit of blue light. Let's begin with the oral microbiome. And just a quick review is that the human mouth contains nearly 700 known species of bacteria. Typically, a human adult will have about 200 species. And many of these strains are beneficial bacteria, such as probiotics. And 
They support and serve vital roles, including immune and digestive support. Only about 3% of species are considered harmful or pathologic that if left unchecked can invade and destroy gum tissue and bone, leading to tooth loss and potentially infection elsewhere in the body. One of the interesting advantages of blue light phototherapy or blue light therapy over bactericides like mouthwashes and antibiotics is that the phototherapy selectively targets the harmful bacteria implicated in infections. And these carnivorous bacteria's metabolic process is based on an iron-based pigment called porphyrin. The iron having been obtained from food sources such as their host's blood. This pigment makes these bacteria vulnerable to visible light in the blue spectrum. So it's the porphyrins that make the bacteria vulnerable to the blue light. And specific wavelengths resonate porphyrins to selectively destroy only these pigmented strains of bacteria while leaving helpful probiotics unharmed or helpful bacteria. Conversely, mouthwashes and antibiotics wipe out all bacteria indiscriminately, and over time, this can lead to an even greater imbalance in the oral flora and more more, uh, dental problems as well. Blue light studies indicate that as pathogenic bacteria are suppressed, the share of beneficial bacteria increases, which may improve the body's immune defense against harmful microbes by allowing good bacteria to thrive and rebalance the oral microbiome. I thought that was a pretty cool synopsis of the potential for blue light, not just as it pertains to teeth whitening or tooth whitening, but some legitimate roles it plays as well. So again, the the quote-unquote bad bacteria or the pathogens have porphyrins. Porphyrins are sensitive to blue light. So blue light selectively kills them and leaves the rest of the healthy bacteria intact Whereas bactericides like mouthwashes, antibiotics, they kill everything in sight. Just like when you take an antibiotic orally, you destroy your gut microbiome. It wipes out all the bacteria. So that's why there's a lot of gut and systemic issues with aggressive or excessive antibiotic use. So that's one of the main benefits of blue light as it relates to oral health. Again, blue light is very effective for teeth whitening, which we'll get into here shortly. But not only is it helpful with killing harmful bacteria, but blue light, just like red light, has the potential to help with tooth sensitivity, and it can also improve gum health. And blue light, outside of oral health, is quite popular for helping with acne, because again, blue light is antibacterial, acne has a lot of bacteria related to it, so it is quite effective at helping reduce acne and acne scarring and and stuff of that nature. But let's move on to the exciting stuff, and that is teeth whitening via blue light. I mean, who doesn't want some beautiful white pearls every time you smile, especially if you are a coffee drinker such as myself. Coffee is notorious for staining the teeth, so doing something holistic or alternative in the sense of teeth whitening would be a certainly a, a nice way to go as far as whitening the teeth versus using some of these rather toxic substances, teeth strips, teeth whitening strips, and other modalities that, that require uh, not the healthiest ingredients, if you will. So again, using something like light and in combination with something like hydrogen peroxide or what we'll learn about 
carbamide peroxide, which you need in order to whiten the teeth. But again, these ingredients are safe. Obviously, you don't swallow them. You spit them out, wash your mouth out. But this is just a much nicer, easier, more holistic way of whitening the teeth. This podcast was brought to you by the Longev Revive Cream. If you haven't heard of this cream before, go back and listen to the podcast interview with David Horanek, one of the people that helped create this amazing cream. The cream is specifically developed to enhance red light therapy treatment sessions, and not only that, but improve vibrational healing from the frequencies of full spectrum sunlight. The Revive includes special ingredients such as photodynamic amino acids, which helps convert UV light to red light. It increases production of this thing called fibronectin, which is said to be the holy grail of anti-aging. And then there's astaxanthin, which has been shown in clinical studies to increase skin moisture, moisture retention, and elasticity. There's turmeric, which contains an antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, and antimicrobial properties. There's copper peptides, which also has antioxidant, anti-inflammatory effects. C60 has high antioxidant power to prevent skin aging, 172 times more than vitamin C. And then there's also geranium rose, shungite, humic acids. And most of these ingredients are organic and they're all high, high quality. So if you want to check this cream out, go to longev.com, that's L-O-N-G-E-V-V.com, or you can also find it on biolite.shop, that's biolite.shop. And so let's let's dig into the research here and see what it has to say about blue light and uh, different forms of whitening gels. Interestingly enough, this piece of research came out February of last year. And it's called Insights into Blue Light Accelerated Tooth Whitening. And so what they did for this piece of research is they divided the subjects into two groups. And one group received light and hydrogen peroxide gel combination, while the second group received different phases of treatments. And the different phases of treatments were, one, light only, two, hydrogen gel peroxide only, and then three, combination of hydrogen peroxide and gel light. Yeah, without getting into too many details to make this confusing, those were the two groups. One group received only the combination of light and hydrogen peroxide gel, and then the second group received different phases of treatments. Again, light only, hydrogen peroxide gel only, and then combination of hydrogen peroxide and gel light. So the conclusion of the article was... Within the limits of this in vitro study, blue light significantly enhances both the bleaching rate and the final whiteness level that can be achieved when using the tested commercially uh, commercially available peroxide products on human teeth. Blue light alone can bleach chromophores directly through photobleaching. That's a new word for me, photobleaching, which are partly a different chromophore fraction as those bleached by the hydrogen peroxide products used. Human teeth additionally contain chromophores which can neither be bleached using the hydrogen peroxide products alone, nor by light alone. Only the combination of hydrogen peroxide and light can cause bleaching of these chromophores. The total efficacy of light-induced whitening is therefore driven by the sum activities of three different bleaching modalities. The hydrogen peroxide alone, the blue light alone, and the combined action of light and hydrogen peroxide. 
And that's the end of the conclusion. So pretty interesting. So what this research found is that there are several different types of chromophores found on human teeth. One of them is whitened by the hydrogen peroxide gel only. Interesting. One of the chromophores is whitened by the blue light only. And then another set of the chromophores is whitened by the combined action of the light in hydrogen peroxide. So essentially, by using hydrogen peroxide and light at the same time, you're attacking all three at the same time because the hydrogen peroxide is going to be on your teeth, the light is going to be on your teeth, and then obviously with the combination of doing both, you're getting that third set of chromophores. So the piece of research is basically saying to accelerate teeth whitening, you want to use all three at the same time. So that's pretty darn interesting. But specific to hydrogen peroxide, I wanted to look a little deeper into this and have some comparison for what is considered the best type of gel or substance or chemical to use for teeth whitening that is still safe. And so this research article from June of 2016, it's called Comparison of Efficacy of Trade-Delivered Carbamide and Hydrogen Peroxide for At-Home Bleaching, a Systematic Review and a meta-analysis. And keep in mind, a meta-analysis takes the advantage of aggregating information with a higher statistical power for measure of interest. So meta-analysis is the best review of the strongest research out there. While hydrogen peroxide is probably the most common chemical used for teeth whitening, there's also another one called carbamide peroxide. And so that's what I wanted to compare here. The research article goes on to say that in view of this market need related to teeth whitening, some companies have introduced low concentrated strips of tray-delivered hydrogen peroxide products for at-home bleaching. They claim that these new systems are as effective as carbamide peroxide in equivalent concentrations with the advantage of requiring less time of use. However, the literature is still controversial as to which product is actually the most effective one. Again, comparing the common hydrogen peroxide with carbamide peroxide. This research article went on to say that when applied on the dental surfaces, meaning teeth, carbamide peroxide breaks down into hydrogen peroxide and urea. The hydrogen peroxide further reduces to water and oxygen and the urea to ammonia and carbon dioxide. And this is important because this has an additional advantage. The ammonia yield yields a pH increase, so more alkaline. And this favors the dissociation of hydrogen peroxide into free radicals. It is known that in an alkaline media, the dissociation of hydrogen peroxide into free radicals is the highest as the dissociation constant of the HP around 11.5. In a pH of 9, HP dissociates 2.7 times more than in a pH of 4.4, which is very acidic. So maximum effectiveness of bleaching was shown to occur under an alkaline pH of 9. And in terms of teeth whitening, this is the conclusion here, the meta-analysis revealed that trade-delivered carbamide peroxide showed a higher whitening efficacy than hydrogen peroxide-based products. And so I know that was a lot of words and numbers, 
But ultimately what that research is showing is that carbamide peroxide, because it breaks down into hydrogen peroxide and urea, and the urea breaks down into ammonia and carbon dioxide, it leads to an increase in pH, more alkaline, which in terms of color change, gives it a higher whitening efficacy for the teeth compared to hydrogen peroxide alone. So that was the take-home message of this piece of research from 2016, is that carbamide peroxide leads to more efficacious results for teeth whitening. So when you're looking at teeth whitening products, and they include some type of strip or gel pen, you want to make sure that it's carbamide peroxide. And a lot of companies, if you look on their websites or on their products, they don't list specific ingredients in their teeth whitening formula. So beware of that as well, because they can use fancy words or, you know, teeth whitening or maximum teeth whitening or accelerated teeth whitening. But if they're not telling you specifically what is what ingredients are in there, beware, because they could be using very low concentration of hydrogen peroxide or carbamide peroxide, which ultimately is, is to save them money and isn't going to lead to, you know, effective results for the consumer. But regardless, just know that you want carbamide peroxide over hydrogen peroxide alone. Another thing to be aware of is that from a theoretical point of view, so now that we know that carbamide peroxide is superior to hydrogen peroxide, again, from a theoretical point of view, a faster or higher degree of color change was expected to occur, and this is still from the same piece of research, was expected to occur with a more higher concentrated form of carbamide peroxide gels. Chemical theories state that in simplest chemical reactions, an increase in the concentration of reactants may increase the reaction rate. So in this case, if you have a higher concentration of carbamide peroxide, then from a chemical theoretical point of view, that should accelerate the teeth whitening rate. So it goes on to say that indeed, a closer look of several primary studies indicated that a more concentrated carbamide peroxide product or gel yielded a higher degree of whitening in the first days or week of bleaching. Based on this piece of research, we know two things. A, you want a teeth whitening product that includes carbamide peroxide, but not only that, if you want to accelerate your teeth whitening process, you actually want a higher concentration of carbamide peroxide because you'll have anywhere from 6 to 8% carbamide peroxide, anywhere up from 16 to 32, some have 44. So you want to know exactly what's the concentration of carbamide peroxide because, you know, based on this chemical theory, the higher the concentration, the quicker you're going to notice teeth whitening results in the first days to the first week. So if you're looking for that immediate response, especially within the first days or week, you want a higher concentration of carbamide peroxide. And then quickly, these are two smaller points I'm going to make with some research here, but then one from 2000 says clinical evaluation of bleaching agents of different concentrations. So this is just to give further proof in the pudding of the previous article about carbamide peroxide being superior, but not only that, that a higher concentration leads to quicker whitening. And so again, from 2000, this says that researchers show that a 15% carbamide gel 
achieved a higher degree of whitening than did the 10% carbon peroxide gel after two weeks of use. And so not only after a week, like the, the previous statement was saying, but after two weeks of use, the higher concentration led to a higher degree of whitening. And then another article from 2002 called Safety Issues When Using a 16% Carbamide Peroxide Whitening Solution. And it says that similarly, researcher Leonard and others concluded that higher carbamide peroxide concentrations achieved faster bleaching. So there's uh, multiple um, studies corroborating the fact that if you have a higher concentration of carbamide peroxide, it'll lead to faster teeth whitening. And and you may have heard the title of that article, Safety Issues When Using Carbamide Peroxide, and they were comparing higher concentrations to lower concentrations as it relates to gum sensitivity, teeth sensitivity, and so forth. And they found that they were comparable, that there wasn't any increase in issues with the gums or teeth or otherwise when you increased the concentration. So that was another take-home point of that article. But really what I was trying to point out is that there was another piece of research showing that, yes, indeed, a higher concentration of carbamide peroxide led to accelerated teeth whitening within the first couple of weeks. And so that leads us uh, to the end of this episode where it's time to make that special announcement I alluded to at the beginning of this podcast episode. And um, as you could probably guess, based on the information presented today, it has to do with oral health and yes, teeth whitening via blue light. I'm excited. This is the first time that it's going to be announced. You're the first people to hear it. BioLite is going to be releasing a new product. It's called the Guardian Plus. So some of you probably are currently using the Guardian, which is all red light therapy. The Guardian Plus is going to be the first product of its kind on the market to combine both red and near-infrared light for the oral health or the oral microbiome perspective. And then the blue light to get those blue light properties of tooth sensitivity, gum health, but especially teeth whitening. So the Guardian Plus is going to be released by BioLite very soon. Depending on when you're listening to this episode, it may be currently in pre-sale or it may be currently available on the website. If you want to check it out, go to BioLite.shop. That's the BioLite website. Either you can go to the homepage and sign up for notifications so you know when it's available for pre-sale Or if you go to the homepage, it's going to show that it is available for pre-sale if it is. Otherwise, if you just go to the Shop Now page on BioLite where we have all of the products listed, you'll see the Guardian Plus there at the top. But let's go into the specs of the Guardian Plus. Just to give you guys a little breakdown of what the product's going to look like, there's a top strip and a bottom strip of the mouth guard, obviously for your upper teeth and lower teeth. And again, with the Guardian... All LEDs on the bottom and top were a combination of red and near-infrared. But for the Guardian Plus, what we're going to do is the top row is going to be blue light. And that blue light is going to be 460 nanometers. That's a wavelength. And then the bottom row is going to be where there's that red and near-infrared combination. So essentially what you can do is get the benefits of both, meaning half of your mouth For the first part of the treatment, and I'll explain this in a second, for the first part of the treatment, the top row can get the teeth whitening benefits and other blue light benefits for oral health. And then the bottom row or the bottom half of your mouth can get the benefits of red light therapy for your mouth. 
halfway through, you can pull the mouth guard up, out, flip it upside down, if you will. And then the top row is going to get red light therapy. The bottom row is going to get blue light therapy and teeth whitening. What's really cool about this device is that it's going to have three settings. So when you power on the Guardian Plus, the first setting is going to just automatically go to the combination of blue and red light therapy. But then you can press the button again, the power button, to cycle through different light settings. So maybe you only want to do teeth whitening that day. You just press the light setting and only the blue light on the top row will be activated. So then you can just do your blue light therapy for your top row. After five minutes, it'll beep off. You can turn it on again and then rotate the mouth guard 180 degrees. The bottom part of your mouth can get the blue light therapy for the subsequent five minutes. And likewise, if you're wanting just red light therapy, maybe you don't want to do any teeth whitening because you don't want to have to deal with with, uh, the gel and and painting your teeth, then you can do just red light therapy. And it'll just be the opposite where the bottom row will be the red and near infrared light only. After five minutes, get to that setting again and then flip the mouth guard 180 degrees. And then the top part of your mouth can get red light therapy. And there's going to be times where you'll want to use both. There'll be times where you want to use one or the other. As you know, if you're a listener of this podcast, you know that more is not always better when it comes to red light therapy. So there's going to be times where you want to do blue light only because you've been doing red light consistently in your mouth and you don't necessarily need to do it every day to get positive results. And so that's the exciting part. You're going to be able to choose your light setting. And on the topic of teeth whitening gels, That's why I went into the research to see what I had to say about what type of gel and concentration was best. And so when you purchase the Guardian Plus, it'll include three gel pens. And based on the research, we decided to go with a concentration of 36% of carbamide peroxide. And as we just discussed in the research, carbamide peroxide is superior compared to hydrogen peroxide for teeth whitening, especially in the short term. And not only that, the higher the concentration, the wider you're going to get your teeth in a shorter amount of time. And so 36% is a pretty high concentration because typical or other types of concentrations are 8%, 16%, I think 30%, and we decided to go with 36%. So you're getting the combination of blue light with a high concentration of carbamide peroxide with the Guardian Plus. Other things to know about is that the light irradiance is 20 milliwatts per centimeter squared. And if you're familiar with the panels, panels are typically 100, 130. Some companies have 150. That's fine for the body, but with the mouth being and the gums being light sensitive tissues, you wouldn't want that high, high light irradiance in your mouth. Hence, the 20 milliwatts to get a lower and slower light therapy treatment, both for red light therapy and the blue light therapy. And you'll notice that's a slightly higher light irradiance compared to the Guardian, which is at 11 milliwatts per centimeter squared. But the difference here is that with the Guardian and the lower light irradiance, the preset treatment time is 16 minutes, whereas with the Guardian Plus, with the increase to 20 milliwatts per centimeter squared, now you're looking at five minutes per side of your mouth, upper or lower. So if you're doing red light therapy only, you would do five minutes on the top, five minutes on the bottom for a total of 10 minutes. So your treatments are actually getting a little more efficient with a slightly increased light irradiance with the Guardian Plus. For those that are interested in using blue light therapy, like the Guardian Plus blue light therapy with carbamide peroxide, 
Here's a treatment tip for you, especially if you're just beginning your teeth whitening process. You're going to want to use the device and the gel, so the Guardian Plus and the Carbamide Peroxide. You're going to want to use those for at least 5 to 10 days in a row, and then as necessary going forward. So you want to stack those treatments consistently in the beginning. And again, this is blue light specific. This isn't red light therapy specific. This is for teeth whitening. But again, you want to stack five to 10 days in a row. And then for the subsequent week or two, do it every other day. And then really checking out your teeth and doing it as necessary to keep the teeth whitening where you want it. You'll notice some pretty sweet results the first week or two, especially if you're doing it every day. And then once you get to that point, you won't need to do it every day for maintenance. You can do it every other day, every three days, sometimes even once a week, depending on your oral hygiene and and what you eat and drink. But the point being, the tactic is that you want to stack the treatments early on, get your teeth where you want them, and then maintenance treatments, which you'll kind of have to figure out on your own, whether, again, whether that's once every three or four or seven days, that's the concept. And that's why we include three two ounce gel pens of carbamide peroxide with the Guardian Plus, because those three pens will get you through that initial phase of five to 10 to two weeks straight of blue light treatments for that teeth whitening. And then of course, we'll offer gel pens by themselves for those who want to continue to use the Guardian Plus for maintenance going forward. But again, those three gel pens will get you through that initial phase where you'll get that drastic increase in teeth whitening. That's it, guys. Super excited for for BioLite to continue to push the light therapy movement forward, and especially with oral health. Again, as we've heard on this podcast and the one with Kelly Blodgett, oral health is immensely important for your overall health. So that's where the red light therapy comes in. But now I'm excited that BioLite and the Guardian Plus is taking the next step for the aesthetic portion of oral health. I mean, again, who doesn't want those pearly whites? Every time you smile, you want to have the whitest teeth in the crowd, and you're going to stand out with consistent use with the Guardian Plus. So uh, for all those that have stayed to this portion of the podcast, I want to offer you an exclusive 20% discount on your purchase, whether it's the pre-sale or when the product is officially launched, 20% off your purchase of the Guardian Plus. And this coupon code or this discount code will be good through April of year 2022, of course. And the coupon code is Blue Light Podcast. Yes, it's a red light report, but this one went a little deeper into the blue light spectrum of oral health. So use coupon code Blue Light Podcast to get your 20% off the Guardian Plus. Again, that's going to be good through April of 2022. And so that's it, guys. I hope you found, as always, this information interesting, applicable, exciting, and in the context of this episode, eye-opening for how different colors of the spectrum can play a role in your health. As you know, I'm bullish on red light and near-infrared light for the mitochondrial aspect. But of course, especially after listening to Dr. Jacob Lieberman, all the colors, full spectrum, is important for our health. Not just one spectra, but all of them. And so with the Guardian Plus, thrown in some blue light has some advantages, antibacterial, gum health, tooth sensitivity, and teeth whitening. So I hope you guys are excited about the BioLite Guardian Plus. Go check it out. And as always, light up your health and have a fantastic week. 
Thank you for listening to the Red Light Report. If you like what you heard today, go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes and other podcast platforms to help spread the word so other people can learn about the many health, wellness, and longevity benefits of red light therapy. If you're looking for more educational content, check out our Instagram page at biolight.shop and our YouTube channel, Biolight. I'm Dr. Mike Belkowski, and I'll see you on the next episode.